Bonjour, New Moons. I am Josie, your favorite Afro-Latina love witch, and you are tuned into the frequency of the Luanova podcast. <sighs> Why did I take a big old breath before I got into today's topic? Because I received some requests to do this one, and I just hope I do it justice because I, this is, will be the first Lua report where I cover a couple and I am crossing my fingers that they stay a couple while this episode comes out. So that is what the heavy sigh is for. Today's little report, as you see in the title, is Karol G. Fade. And I hope I am saying his name right. And in English, Carol G. and Fade. <laughs> With this being the last... Lua report of the 2023 calendar year, I realized that I may not have even taken the time to put this in the last Lua Nova podcast episode of 2023, so I'm going to put it here, um, just in case. I know that I say this all the time, and I know that these, these episodes are, these last few episodes of 2023 are pre-recorded, but this is straight from the heart. This is the truth. And if it weren't for, I, I don't know how many people genuinely tune in every single week, but if it weren't for any of you, my dream wouldn't be coming true. I wouldn't be, have the opportunity to watch it unfold in front of me. And it's been kind of a strange wrap up for me. <laughs> and I, I realized I didn't take the time to wrap up my Luanova podcast at all so that's what this is and so I know that this is inserted into an episode that has nothing to do with anything related to this but I don't care I wanted to take this moment to sit with you and reflect um I'm always talking about reflection back in November I even did kind of a episode similar to reflecting but over this past 2023 I started off strong. I knew that I wanted to leave the terrible corporate job that I was at for one of the big three auto companies. I had worked for them since 2016 and was repeatedly overlooked in the department that I was in. I handled dealer accounts and despite having flawless work reviews and really working my ass off, I was constantly being ignored, constantly being put down for being too introverted and honestly just a little too much and I will never apologize for being too much. I simply ignored the boring Bettys, the beige brigade who just wanted to be boring and not do anything special in their life. So the beige brigade did not win. I remember that I did not give them a two weeks notice. I don't recommend giving a two weeks notice. I simply, at the end of the day that I knew I was quitting, emailed them and then emailed HR and let them know everything that was going on within that department uh, regarding the people of color that were constantly being overlooked and not just myself. And I do want to say a very special shout out to a former coworker and my favorite Pisces of all time for just giving me the encouragement that I needed at that time. Um, I know she has listened to my show before, so I hope she hears this one and just knows that 
I do think about her and I hope that she's doing really well. She deserves nothing but the best. She's the epitome of what a female Pisces should be like and why I get along so well with the female side. The female side of that zodiac. <laughs> and I say female and not, not in a derogatory way, but to say that um, I'm not referring to male Pisces. <laughs> nothing against you either though, okay? But just a very special thank you to her i won't say her name because i know some of you are a little too nosy for my taste and i'll just leave it at that thank you so much and i hope that you got something out of my show the few times that you do, did tune in because that meant a lot to me that you even took the moment took a moment to listen to it from there i went on to work for another one of the big three uh the big three is the three american automakers that would be general motors ford and dodge but it doesn't go by dodge i don't remember it's hard for me to say the name of the one that Dodge is under, but just know that I'm referring to Dodge Chrysler Jeep whenever I'm say Dodge. Okay. I sold cars. I've worked selling cars for Dodge Chrysler Jeep, Nissan, Ford, and Toyota. Uh, I also sold luxury cars for a small amount of time. And to be honest with you, it was the worst. <laughs> it was a lot of fun working at dealerships, but it was some very terrible things that happened to me as a woman during that time period in my life. And I wouldn't recommend it to, especially to women, but I was actually really good. And despite having a Napoleon manager at one point who thought that he was really going to get over on me, a witch and try to hurt me. I will never forget thinking to myself, man, you did me the biggest favor because from there, my career really took off. Fast forward to me working for the second uh, big three. And I will say that as somebody who is a diehard customer of theirs, I appreciate, and I'm sure some, some of you just figured out who it is, but based on the kind of car I have, but based on my nickname, <laughs> but they were very kind. Uh, also, on the flip side, extremely outdated and not a company I would recommend working for, especially on the corporate end where I was working. And it led me to understand that maybe corporate America wasn't for me and it was time for me to think about my exit plan. Insert my man kind of being the forefront of why that happened for me this year. As you all know, I only date providers. I only date providers. I will only ever date providers and I will not apologize for that. If you are a dusty, then this is not the podcast for you. I don't even know why you're here, but I worked my last corporate job for another outstanding company. This is a company I would absolutely recommend as far as the people. I don't recommend the job itself, but uh, I recommend the people. The job itself needs serious work and their corporate culture reminds me a lot of a TikToker named uh, Corporate Erin. And I know she is parroting what corporate America is like, but that's exactly what working for their company was like. A lot of micromanaging and way too many unnecessary meetings and it was very stifling and it was the last straw for me. I still thank them for their kindness and thank them for basically pushing me to leave corporate America for good. Insert the provider man that I am with. Seeing that not only do I have a podcast, but I have a damn good podcast. And when I sat under that desk and I ate 12 grapes, I never thought that I would be in this moment. I never thought that the career that I was pushing forward is this podcast. A lot of people get into podcasting for to talk shit about the opposite sex or to make money. 
That's not really how podcasting works, though. It is a lot of hard work. I have put in so much work. And I started my show in February, and I'm just now starting to see just the tiniest bit of growth. However, in that time period, it has made no money whatsoever. And that is the truth behind podcasting, is that you can have an outstanding podcast and nobody can hear it. Because the marketing end of things is a little different than when, let's say, if you are an influencer of some sort. I don't consider myself an influencer, but I have a voice and I am a real life practitioner who really enjoys helping people. That is where all of my new moons come in. I knew that the moon would be a big part of my show, but I didn't understand how. I didn't understand that just by naming my show Lua Nova in Portuguese, that I would be inviting in so many welcoming and loving Brazilian people. I didn't understand that just by talking about Af being Afro-Latina, that I would invite in so many other Afro-Latinos with a similar background who have experienced a lot of what I have. I didn't think for one second that just by doing the Lua report that I would then invite in the Mexican population. And although a lot of Mexican people that I've encountered have not been so welcoming, I got to see the ones that were. I got embraced by the ones that are. And that is important to me. So I want to thank especially the Latin community for my place here especially the Afro-Latino community for not only making me feel like, wow, I'm not alone, but, but making me feel as though my voice is important to you. Thank you for tuning in every single week. Thank you to my friends and family, especially, and a, a big, big thank you to my man for he, nobody promotes my show like my man and my mom. <laughs> nobody promotes this show like those two. They are my street team. Obrigada. Go for your dreams. By the way, obrigada means thank you. I say it in every episode and I'm going to say it again. Go for your dreams. When it comes to podcasting, don't worry about that it's not getting any listens. When it comes to being a TikToker, don't worry that you only got one like. Don't, don't worry about it. Just do it. Because those of us who are consistent, who know that we have a good product, who know that we have a voice that needs to be heard, we're not going to give up because we know that we were meant for something bigger. This is just the beginning for me, okay? All right, that is my 2023 wrap up. There could have been more, but I just know that this is being added on to another episode. And now this episode is probably four hours long, but <laughs> I'll try my hardest to wrap this up for y'all more in 2024 and not have such long episodes. But let's get back to the show. My sincerest apologies to my new moons because in this episode you can hear me hitting the deck uh, next to the microphone. So, disculpe, that means I'm sorry in Portuguese, but <laughs> I did not mean to hit the deck so close to the microphone. Bye -bye. But you know the vibes. If you are new here, I am about to give you the disclaimer, which is also known as the pink unicorn in the room. Okay, let me clear this deck really quickly. I've been using the heck out of this deck for y'all. <laughs> but this tarot deck is a special deck that is just for my podcast. 
But anytime that I do a lore report, I always read your card first, and then I switch over to whatever celebrity or influencer that I am covering. And with that being said, I do want to make it clear that when it comes to doing a reading for a celebrity or influencer, I do not have their consent. So it is strictly meant to be for entertainment purposes. If it just so happens to be very accurate, then that is not because I'm tapping into their spirit guides or anything like that. I am just reading off of intuition here okay but what is the message for my new moons for this week and i know that this is a holiday that this episode in particular falls on so just know that <laughs> before this reading continues but it was done right before a holiday so i don't know Either way, not even sure that matters because everybody doesn't celebrate this particular holiday. I don't celebrate it in the Christian way whatsoever since it is technically actually a pagan holiday. But that's for a whole other episode to explain to you. And what is the energy for my new moons for this week? We are ending 2023 very soon. So this is a special reading. You you all have some special readings coming up, period. But you'll see that soon. Those will be pre-recorded. So what is the energy for my new moons? I don't shuffle any particular amount of times. And this reading is for who it is for. If it's for you, that's great. If it's not for you, that's great too. Feel free to fast forward through any tarot readings if that's not your thing, okay? But a collective reading is for a collective amount of people. And if you want to book a personal reading, you can do so by emailing me. And I always leave that information at the end of every single episode. But the collective reading may apply to you today, might apply to you tomorrow, six months from now, a year from now, or never. It is a collective reading for a reason, okay? And so the card that came out as I was shuffling is the Eight of Swords. <sighs> okay. I want you all to know that all of this feeling, this, this heavy feeling that you're having, if it's any consolation, it really is all in your head it, and it will pass. I understand that a lot of the time major holidays can be such a difficult time for, for a lot of people. And this is what I'm picking up on as far as this energy. And I think that this year has been a lot of that. You know, obviously, if you are in the U.S., you know that we are constantly experiencing all kinds of trauma um, due to there really being no real gun laws, especially if you live in a state like mine where no one really cares about. And if you are um, a diehard uh, right wing person, I don't know how you found my podcast, but <laughs> I'm not talking to you. But considering the amount of trauma that Americans live through all of the time and the not feeling safe or the capitalism that is constantly being forced upon us you know these giant companies seem so shocked that this year people don't want to buy as much well what for what exactly do people what what exactly do they have to buy it with when you keep inflating the prices the way you do etc so I'm not surprised by this Eight of Swords card because many of you are feeling very much so isolated. You might even be feeling like 
you're like you're the victim but not in a bad way not in a poor pitiful me way but in a when is it going to get better there is a helplessness of this drowning feeling but i want you in particular to pay attention to the number eight because people typically associate the eight of swords card with being negative i associate it with being temporary this feeling is very much so temporary you will be getting out of this energy i can almost guarantee it for many of you many of you you will begin to say you know what enough is enough i'm tired of being the victim i'm tired of feeling helpless I, how about i just stop buying starbucks how about i just stop supporting giant companies like amazon how about i just tap in more with my loved ones and friends etc how about i just start putting myself first and showing up for myself the way that josie and other practitioners have told me to do so all along that energy is coming this eight of swords energy is very much so temporary I need you to keep that in mind. It, this feeling is temporary. And what I see is on um, this particular Eight of Swords card is a waning moon. But guess what? Whenever the waning moon phase finishes, meaning that the moon looks like it's getting smaller and smaller, it then turns into a new moon. The new moon is whenever we begin to manifest. It is when things begin to grow and it grows and grows and grows and it becomes a full moon. Okay, and we all celebrate the full moon because of its beauty, etc. So this waning moon is very temporary. What is the energy of Miss Cato G Efade? Okay. What do we need to know? We don't need to know anything. We're just being nosy. But what <laughs> can we expect from this couple? that us nosy chismosas just have to know about Carol and Faith. I love me some Carol G, by the way. Love her! If I ever have celebrity guests, I have to have her as a guest. <laughs> have to. And I can manifest anything, so I don't believe that that is a far-fetched idea. Why not? I'm no different than anybody else, and neither are you. So if you are trying to start a podcast, you already know that ad is coming through this episode at some point. <laughs> what is the, the energy? I don't know what word I was about to say. The Errolgy? Yeah. What is the Errolgy? Uh, Errolgy and Fade. <laughs> oh, this card wants to come out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. I love when I get a happy reading for a couple. Yay. Okay. Six of Wands. And all the other readers probably said yay when um, I pulled this card. They... <sighs> okay. There's a lot of people that doubt them. I don't know what to think, personally, from the outside looking in. I don't know what to think. I don't tap into my witchy senses whenever I see Carol G and Fade together. None of the above, because when it comes to celebrities, they want us to know what they want us to know. They have a PR team, etc., behind them. And so sometimes they may just be doing a great job of acting, but this is a triumph for them. There is some sort of celebration here. And if you, some of you are saying, do you mean a wedding? <laughs> I can't say. 
I won't say, but I am definitely picking up on some celebratory energy. Um, the Six of Wands will show a person who is on a horse and there are people shouting and praising them all around. And so that does sound like the end of a wedding, but it could just be that this is a couple who has obviously had a great 2023 and will continue to do so in 2024. And if they are as serious of a couple as what it seems like, then this might, it might be pointing to a celebration that their fans and loved ones can maybe talk about in 2024, who knows? Um, but they deserve their flowers and they're getting them, not just from their loved ones, but definitely their fans and definitely as a couple. So this is big couple energy that I am picking up on. And they may even just be having a collab that is going to cause them to get all kinds of rewards, etc. Awards, all of the above. And that might be the energy I'm picking up on. Or maybe a wedding. I don't know. I don't know. But good for Carol G. I know that she experienced a heartbreak right here in front of all of us. And uh, we watched her go through a difficult time. And she did it with us and made an album for her fans and albums for her fans. And, and amazing merch, by the way. But <laughs> I love to see this for her. She deserves this kind of happiness. And what I'm picking up on is the energy that this happiness is about the both of them and not just one or the other. So I'm going to leave it right there. <laughs> hey, new moons. I'm Josie the Mustang, your favorite Afro-Latina love witch and the host and creator of the Luanova podcast. Every Monday and Friday, you can listen to new episodes where I talk to you about manifesting, of course, the law of attraction, the law of assumption, and as your favorite Afro-Latina love witch, I even teach you spells. However, speaking of, I want to talk a little bit about that vision board that you currently have or that you're creating for 2024. I happen to know that a lot of you have a podcast sitting right smack in the middle of that vision board. So what are you waiting for? It doesn't have to be January 1st, 2024 for you to get started. At some point during this show, you are going to hear an ad that I recorded for Spotify about how you can get started on your podcast. And I want to say a special obrigada to all of my new moons for making my show monetize. It is because of you that you will hear that ad. So we're going to start this one off pretty strong with me already looking at Fade's Venus sign. He, his Venus sign is in Virgo. <laughs> and so just, and the reason why I'm starting there instead of just overall introducing these two again and their uh, sun signs is because whenever people talk about the lack of affection, a Venus in Virgo is a little more reserved, is a little more, is going to take some time to warm up to the idea. It's not that they are unhappy. It's not that they are embarrassed. And even I think for somebody who's famous, it's not so much that they're not comfortable with the spotlight because his sun sign is a Leo. So I don't think being in the spotlight is an issue here. I think that it is 
that Virgos in general tend to be very careful about how we are in relationships. My Venus sign is also in Virgo, so in public I am going to be affectionate, but I am also extremely careful about what I post about my relationship. And so this is what I'm seeing with somebody whose Venus sign is also in Virgo, is that although he has big Leo energy, which I'll, you know, briefly touch on, uh, Fate is also somebody who is being meticulous about what we do get to see within this relationship. This isn't just Carol G that is feeling this way, okay? She, of course, is being more careful due to the public heartbreak, but I wanted to point that out because it really stood out to me. And with that being said, Miss Carol G is an Aquarius. I have already gone over her birth chart, so I'm not going to go over it again. I'm going to go over the compatibility that I'm seeing within their two birth charts. Okay. And so she is an Aquarius sun and he is a Leo sun. Okay. So their sun signs are Leo and Aquarius. These are two signs that are typically not thought to, not thought of as compatible. However, this is why I always tell all of you to look at an entire birth chart because your sun signs don't tell you much of anything. I did date an Aquarius at some point in my life and I do think that he was a very fun person. You would never think that a Virgo and an Aquarius would get along, but I would say that he was the only Aquarius I ever dated. and. I do think that he was a very fun person in general. I don't really have anything negative to say about that relationship. It just really was not compatible and we were at very different parts of our life. But as far as what I know about the Zodiac and compatibility, I understood that I actually never looked at his birth chart, by the way, but just to use him as an example from my experience of dating an Aquarius is that they, they are someone who does not think like the norm. They always think outside of the box. They are extremely creative and that is a great match for somebody like Leo, who is also extremely creative and loves to be in the spotlight typically. And even the quietest Leos that I've ever met and within my own family, although they are quiet and don't necessarily need the spotlight on them, they love adoration. And Carol G is somebody who we're seeing who shows a ton of adoration, especially for her partner. And that is because her Venus sign is in Pisces. Pisces has no problem showing that kind of love and affection. Okay. That is a water sign. That is a very watery water sign. Uh, when I think of the water signs, Cancer, um, Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio, I think of like when they are in love, they have absolutely no problems letting the entire world know it. And basically they will drown the world if they are hurt in any way, shape or form. Something that we got to see with Miss Cottle G whenever she was going through a breakup, she was literally drowning in tears. We saw this, we hurt right along with her. And so her Venus being in Pisces, is an outstanding match for the opposite sign, Virgo. My apologies, the application that I used to record my show completely crashed. So thankfully I was right at the end of a thought. Um, so I, it wasn't as though it cut off on an area that was super important uh, regarding the birth charts for Carol G and Fade. 
And to close it out, I want to get into their Uranus and Neptune sign because what I really was excited about is kind of how the universe works and how a lot of things are never by a coincidence. In fact, I don't, I personally don't believe anything is. Both of them have their Uranus and Neptune sign and the sign of Capricorn. Whenever you think of Uranus energy, think of your very strange but friendly and amazing neighbor. Um, maybe at some point you've had a neighbor, maybe their house is painted a strange color. They're just odd. You don't necessarily know them, but you just let them do their own thing and go with the flow. And you know that they are the friend, one of the friendliest people you've ever known in your life. Okay. This is just an example. Maybe this is a, was a teacher of yours. So a family member, a best friend, whatever. But that Uranus energy is the kind of person, think of it as being like the kind of person who you just sit back and allow them to be as odd as possible because everything they're doing actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and it doesn't take long to figure that out. So Uranus is a planet that holds that energy. So when Uranus isn't a very straightforward and serious sign like Capricorn, you would think that that would cause a lot of chaos in that person's life, but not really, not so much. It's that they understand that whatever outlandish plans that they have, these creative and wild ideas that they have can actually come into fruition because they're going to plan it out. They're going to be safer with their plans than say, let's, if your Uranus sign was in Pisces or Gemini, however, like a true Capricorn, whatever it is that they put forward in their life, whatever it is that they're wanting to bring into their life, mainly in the business aspect of things, will not only happen and will not make a lot of sense to other people, but when it gets executed, it gets executed perfectly. That's that Capricorn energy combining also effortlessly with Uranus energy. Okay? So... Both of them have that exact same sign in the exact same, um, under the exact same planet of Uranus. Okay. Same goes for Neptune, similar energy, except Neptune is, we associate Neptune with how we dream. When think about daydreaming and the feeling of daydreaming about something really beautiful, or, or a moment in your life that was really amazing, that is Neptune energy, okay? And so when you combine that with a serious and pragmatic sign like Capricorn, it is yet again a strong combination that you really don't see coming. Think of Capricorn energy as being the rule maker, okay? Neptune is the daydreamer. Uranus is the rule breaker. So, interesting that they would both have their uranus and neptune in the exact same zodiac sign the universe does not just have anything happen in your life by coincidence okay they these are two people who know how to play the game but they're going to do it by their own rules this is why we see whatever it is they want us to see and we can't quite figure it out because that's exactly the way they planned it out that's that capricorn energy coming to play but you see these are two people who are extremely creative and look at the visuals that they give us the visuals that they give us are extremely colorful and artistic and maybe don't even make a lot of sense to us but they're perfectly executed 
that's that Capricorn, Uranus, and Neptune energy. Because you see, in Neptune, that's how we dream. Those are the biggest dreams that we have that maybe we don't even say out loud. However, if your Neptune is in Capricorn, you're actually you're actually executing those dreams. This isn't just uh, an idea for you. This is a this is no. I'm gonna I'm going to get this done. Okay, and so I commend people whose Neptune in particular is in Capricorn because whatever it is you daydream means that you're you can easily manifest it because you have a plan you have a powerpoint you have an excel spreadsheet and likely you have a friend that's a virgo that is helping you with that and you're helping them with that that is a big capricorn energy though however <laughs> these are also people that are super pushy about their goals they do not let up and they consider their career path, their whatever business plans, etc., to be so important that they will not allow anything to get in their way. And that also would refer to their personal relationships. So my advice to these two is to never forget what brought you together in the first place. And I don't mean the physical or anything like that, because that's not what I'm picking up on here from them. What I'm saying is that because of where Capricorn is placed in their birth charts, especially Carol G's, because she's got heavy Capricorn placements in her chart, it is to never allow anything to get in the way of that love and that amazing feeling that you have for this person, because that is just as important as your business plans. I am telling these two, whatever it is that you want to manifest can easily happen for you because of the, where Capricorn is in your chart. Capricorns can easily manifest anything. Okay. And this is actually coming out at a perfect time considering that it's Capricorn season now, but <laughs> I'm saying that to anybody who's got Capricorn in their chart, manifesting, not a difficult area for you. All you got to do is lean into it. You coming up with a business plan, you coming up with any sort of a plan in your life, you can easily execute it. You're not a sign that struggles in that area. And if that's not your sun sign, again, look at the rest of your birth chart. If you have Virgo in your birth chart, that's another one. Aries, that's another one. These are zodiac signs that are associated with not only are we great at planning, we are great at executing that plan. Okay, so I'm going to wrap it up right there because there's another area for a completely different artist that I want to talk about just really briefly. Obrigada. That means thank you in Portuguese. Say it to yourself. Look in the mirror right now and say it right now. Say it right now. Say it right now. Right now. <laughs> I appreciate you for tuning into the frequency of the Loanova podcast. The Loanova podcast airs every Monday and Fridays. Uh, Monday and Fridays. I said it with an S. That was, <laughs> it wasn't intentional, but I'm not cutting it out. On Mondays, we take our favorite Latin celebrities and Latin influencers and we look at their birth chart. We learn a little bit from the chisme and, the, and their birth chart on how we can manifest the, the, an amazing life the way that they have. On Fridays is when I teach you new manifestation tips. Sometimes I teach you spells. It just depends on the week, really. Okay? So, once again, I appreciate you for tuning into this frequency. If you want to follow me on social media, you can find me on TikTok under Josie the Mustang. If you follow me and you want me to follow you back, all you have to do is send me a message and I will absolutely follow you back. I don't mention my Instagram anymore because 
honestly at this point I have ghosted my Instagram so as of this episode uh, you will hear me mention Instagram less and less regarding regarding my own account okay so if you want to follow me on Spotify all you have to do is look up Lua Nova or you can look up Lua Nova podcast you my profile will pop up as well as of course the podcast itself if you decide to follow my profile there that is where you will find all of my free all caps free <laughs> meditation playlist that I make for Lua Nova listeners as well as just people who enjoy different types of meditation music I try to update those every few months you know I'll, honestly I'm slacking a little bit but that's because I've been recording a lot <laughs> thank you again Obrigada. I will talk to y'all this Friday. I hope you enjoy Friday's episode that's coming up. I think you will. Thank you will. Ciao.